0: What's up family? What's good? Hey.
1: Well, y'all looking all sad. Everybody uh, back there. Mary Mary here, Ruben, everybody in the cup, we ready to do this? Nah man, everybody's running late.
0: Are you serious? Yes. And I hope they make it.
1: Oh they make it. They may be late, but they'll make it.
0: They better make it because we've got a lot to do. Love ain't my soul. So when I was just a sinner left in the Welcome to Blessed by Grace Radio. Tonight is Thursday night, the 5th of April, 2018. We're in the Apple Valley Studio with Bishop Dr. Aqua. And tonight is Thursday, the weekly Food for the Soul Bible study session, where Dr. Moore will be preaching, teaching a mighty word from the Word of God. Tonight, we are living in the last days. Tonight, he's going to be giving you a topic of the best day of the Lord. And I want you to take heed. Take heed, take heed. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is, Dr. Alfred Moore. Get ready to be blessed and spiritually fed. God bless. God
1: God bless you tonight in Radio Land. Amen. We are so grateful tonight to be able to come back on air tonight. Amen. Amen is to bring you, as my announcer says, food for thoughts tonight. Amen. Praise the Lord. We are so happy, amen, to be on air again tonight because this is the day the Lord has made. And let us be glad and rejoice therein. Rejoice in it, amen, whether you understand it or not, amen. This is God's done. This is his day, praise the Lord, and we're going to obey the Lord. Amen for each of you, amen, that tune this way every Thursday night, praise the Lord, to... Amen. Be partake of the food for thought, and we go on to praise the Lord. Pick up from where we left off on of last Thursday. Amen. And we shall read. <clears throat> excuse me from the Book of Philippians, chapter two, one through eleven, just to read. Uh, Fresh your remembrance. Praise the Lord. Put your spiritually ears on tonight. Pray that God will. Amen. Give you a revelation as we study the word of God. Amen. Pray that he open up your understanding that you might understand the scripture. Philippian Amen uh, chapter 2 verse 1 says if there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort or love, if any fellowship of Thou spirit even any And mercy For ye my joy That ye be like-minded Having the same love Being a one Accord And one mind Let nothing be done Through strife Or vain glory But in the Lowness of mind. Let each esteem others better than themselves. Look not every man on his own thing, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which were also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robber to equal with God. But made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of man. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death even the death of the cross. Wherefore God has highly exalted him and gave him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow, or things in heaven and things on the earth and things under the earth, and then every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. I read you the entire 11 verses. <clears throat> Amen from Philippians tonight. And we're going to praise the Lord, try and pick up from where we left off on last week. In Acts, Amen, the fourth chapter and verse 12, it says. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. We want to talk about a man such powerful name, yet such common name. This name, amen, that we are talking about, amen. The writer, let us know, amen. If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort or love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercy, fulfill ye my joy and be like-minded, having the same mind, love, being of one accord in one mind, Tonight, amen, let us all receive a greater revelation of this Jesus, amen, that we are discussing tonight. The name amen is so powerful that heaven and earth couldn't contain it. There is nothing like the name of Jesus. Let us fulfill, amen, the joy. Let us be like mine. Let us have the same love tonight. Let us be of one accord. Let us have the same mind. Because, amen, the Lord is ready to reveal himself through his name to somebody tonight. Even we may call upon his name, that still does not make us know who he really is in his character, in his power, and his strength. Sadly to say, man, there are many have called upon that name throughout time and still don't know the power of that name. The name of Jehovah. God told Moses, amen, that by his name Jehovah, He had not been known to the forefathers. And when the Lord was saying this unto Moses, he was saying, amen, by by character and by power, my forefathers didn't know you. This has been a question of many who has read where in the days of Enoch the son of Seth, men, <clears throat> they began to call upon the name of Jehovah. Genesis chapter 22 and 14, are where Abraham called the place where he often it, Jehovah-Jireh, Moses, mother, Jabal, in number twenty six fifty nine, carried Jehovah as part of her own name. Therefore, it is quite obvious that the name was abundantly used before this time. Jehovah's name was used, amen, before that time. Through the name Jehovah. Though the name Jehovah Has been used before God has not Been understood In the character Represented By the name Jehovah The patriarchal man Had not known Or experienced Jehovah By his name I want to have you Experienced Jesus, really, by his name. Or you just call Jesus. These patriarchs, amen, had not experienced Jehovah by his name, but by but they knew that this was his name. They knew that was the right name at that time in that dispensation. They had even connected with him by that name, although they had no experience of his saving power. However, God was to reveal himself, God must reveal himself to all of us. In order for us to know who Jesus Christ is, the Lord must reveal himself. If the Lord have not revealed himself unto you, I Seek the Lord for a revelation, and ask the Lord to reveal himself to you. You don't only want to know the name of Jesus. You want to know his character. You want to know his power. And certainly you want to know his love. Thus he says to Moses, and let them make me a sanctuary That I may dwell among them Exodus 25 and 8 Doesn't actually It involved with Israel In redeem, redeem, redemption God wanted to Dwell among his people He became known to them By the name of Jehovah Amen. He comes he come to be known to Israel, amen, by the name of Jehovah. Now God is putting some character in. Showing them, amen, how they should live. God told Moses that Jehovah signifies God is. God is the I am that I am. God says in Exodus Amen 3 and 14, I am that I am. Moses said, who, who shall I say sent me? God told Moses to tell them,
0: I am,
1: have sent you. God is all powerful. He's anything and he can not be anything he wants to be. In the name of Jehovah, God is revealing to us as self-existent. Amen. God don't need us. God is self-existent. We need Jehovah. In that time, amen, they called him Jehovah. Our dispensation of time, amen, we called him Jesus. But we need him. He self-existent. He he don't need us. He has life in himself. Saint John five and twenty-six. He got life in himself. It excludes his progress revelation. Of himself as needed. His eternal. And sovereignty. Are involved in Jehovah. Notice amen. Back in the Old Testament. The word Jehovah. Is going to mean the same thing. In the New Testament. As Jesus. That's why we must ask the Lord for a revelation to know who he is. But the greatest of all the benefits of the name is salvation. The greatest of all the benefits ever would they called him, amen. The greatest of all of the be benefits, amen. The name is salvation. Salvation. But Jehovah was the name used to authenticate every phrase of redemption. He began by delivering Israel from Egypt. Once this was consummated, God was known to Israel by Jehovah as they could never have known him before. Amen. God pruned himself to Israel as Jehovah. As he brought them out of Egypt, brought them through hard tasks, hardship, they learned, amen, what the word Jehovah means. Jehovah means saved. That was in that dispensation of time. That's what Jehovah was more interested in was salvation. Jehovah was in, in, in arresting Amen back then under the Old Testament. Amen. He was in arresting Amen in salvation. He wanted Amen, his people saved. One of the Hebrew words for salvation. Mountain in English is Yahweh. When this word was added to Jehovah, it became the Old Testament word Joshua. The Greek form of Joshua is Jesus. Thus, we call the Savior Jesus Christ. We use the New Testament Greek form of. And this was the former Mary. Mary received from the angel. She, Amen. We, we don't, we, we, we use Jesus. In our ministry, Amen. The angel told Mary before Jesus Christ was even born. told Mary, a little virgin, not anybody, amen, but this was a virgin preserved by God, that she should bring forth a son. God gave us a son. She should bring forth a son, and thou or we shall call his name Jesus. This is what the angel, amen, told Mary even before Jesus was born. I don't know why it's so hard for us to call his name. As it already has been predicted, amen, his name shall be called Jesus. The name of Jesus. Is <clears throat> a right to determine a child's name Belong to his parents now, Amen I believe amen a right To determine a child name Amen it's a, it's a right for a child A parent is to name their children God the Father Decided to give the name Jesus, to his own son. God the Father decided to give to Jesus, to his son, he gave him a name. It was indeed suitable, a suitable name. God gave a name capital the g o d gave amen his son a name. It is not an accident that there is the name conferred upon the Messiah. It was not by accident, though many of us often carries the name. In his day, God did not hesitate to use it. Many amen carried the name in their day, Jesus, amen, but there is nothing like amen, Jesus. Amen, that name come from above. Before the foundation of the earth was made, amen, that name was already existed in God's mind. The name Jesus would encompass all that Jehovah is. Amen. There's nothing no greater than the name Jesus. And amen, the devil hates the name of Jesus because, amen, the devil knows who Jesus is. The devil knows who Jesus is. Don't fool yourself, amen. The devil knows who Jesus is. And he don't like the name of Jesus. He don't like that God-given name, amen, that God Almighty gave that name. Satan don't like that name. The angel was told that the purpose for calling the child Jesus it was because he would save his people from their sin. That was the purpose, amen, of calling the child Jesus. Unto us
0: a child
1: is given, unto us a child is born. And we shall call his name Jesus. And the purpose for us calling his name Jesus. Amen. He comes to save his people from their sin. Matthew 1 and 21. Amen. He is a Savior. And in our dispensation of time, as I read earlier, Amen in Acts 4 and 12, there is salvation. Neither is there salvation in any of them, for there is none of a name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved now amen if if, if if you know a name greater than the name of Jesus and you can be saved by that name, you know more amen than the Creator of this earth. there is no name. In on earth, under earth, amen, uh, in heaven, is higher than the name of Jesus. Certainly, amen, the devil gets vexed with you when you call upon the name of Jesus because there is power and there is deliverance in the name of Jesus. Jesus' name was not amen, so elaborate, amen, that you couldn't hardly pronounce it, but it's just short, praise the Lord, that everybody can pronounce Jesus very easily. Now, for each time he heard or uh, used the name, it requires that he remember us and how he has saved us. Every time that name is called, he remembers his people. He saved us. He was the only God that come down, amen, and redeemed us. Every time he hears that name, it reminds him of what he does. Without a people's. Saved, he could not Rightfully Carry such a name If that name didn't mean nothing If that name wasn't all powerful If it, if it wasn't saving people My God He could not rightfully Carry such a name But all oh, that name he made More than men, women, boys, and girls, is to be saved. Yes, that is the only thing on this side of heaven. Whether you agree or not, but if you find another, Amen. Isaiah say, "If there is another God, Amen." He said, "I don't know him. There is none other." It is the only saving name given to man. That is the name of Jesus. You got to know him in relationship. You got to know him in infinite. You got to know him in unity. You got to know him in power. You got to know more than just calling him. You're going to have to be intimate with him. Get to know him. Thus, this name was restored upon him before birth, before he, he even was conceived into the womb of Mary. His name was already pronounced upon him, and it was did for It did not reach its full potential and purpose until his death. And his resurrection. That name didn't 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 didn't, didn't his full potential, amen. Until his death, the name, amen. The more that Jesus stayed upon earth, amen. The power his name come to be. And when he died, and certainly on the third day when he rose again, rest for power, powerful name. The Santeria says. Amen at the cross, surely this must be the son of God. Never seen, never heard of nobody like this man, Jesus. He was to be more than a teacher of God. And certainly he is. He's more than just a teacher of God. He was God. Listen to me tonight. He was more than a teacher of God. He was God. He may, he must do more than teach us the way of salvation. He became our salvation. Man, the name Jesus. How powerful that is tonight. Do you really know Jesus tonight? Do you really know Jesus? The name was not bestowed upon him in an ordinary sense. It was inherited from his father. Read Hebrew 1 and 4. Something's inheritance is possessed by another beforehand. This name was the name of his father. Oh, I know some is questioning your seat now. Read the word of God for yourself. His name was the name of his father. Thus he could say, I am coming in my Father' name. What name did he come in? He come in the name of Jesus. Well, according to the word of God, if he came in the name of Jesus, no man gave him that name. His father gave him that name. He said, I come in my Father's name. St. John 5 and 43, he come in the name of Jesus. Father was not a name. Son was not a name. But Jesus is a name. And he said, I come in my Father's name. How awesome is that name? How great is that name? Our blessing flows in the name of Jesus. Our blessings come from that great and mighty name of Jesus. Though so his name was to make make us realize that God took compassion upon us. And I mean, when I spell that, I'm saying capital G-O-D. God took compassion upon us. He extended his grace and mercy to those who had relinquished their estate. Go to Job 33 and 24. He extended his grace and mercy. He took our cause upon him. He bared our transgressions, Isaiah 53 and 5. He purchased our salvation for us by his death, Romans 5, 6, Romans 8, 1 Peter 2, 24. Though another one had gave their life for mankind before this. None could claim to be God. Hallelujah. Somebody else gave their life, but nobody could claim to be God. Jesus Christ claimed that he was God. Not only the Son of God, but he was God manifested in the flesh. The word was made flesh and dwell among us. And we beheld the glory of the only begotten Son of God, full of grace and truth. The Word was made flush, the Word that logo. The word, amen, before, amen, in the beginning, St. John, one and one, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Jesus Christ was just as much man as God. When he come down, amen, to redeem us, he was both human and divine. Therefore, their death could not be, but Jesus' suffering was more than enough to redeem us because He was God and He was a man. He felt both sides. He came into the world of sinful flesh coming into, come to into condemn sin in the flesh he was God and he was man I say tonight put on your spiritual ear that you can hear what the spirit is saying to the church such the scripture for in them you think you have eternal life but Jesus said, they are they that testify of me. The justice of God demands that we should die. The justice of God, it demands that we should die. For the soul that sinneth, it shall die. Ezekiel 18 and 4. And we all have sin and we have come short of the glory of God. Romans 3 and 23. That left us without hope. When Jesus comes to be both judge, to condemn us for our sins, and justification to make us righteous, according to Romans 3 and 26, and to forgive us of all of our sins. He is the only somebody that can forgive you for your sin. Let me repeat that loud and clear. Jesus Christ is the only somebody that can forgive you for your sin. I'm a Maul man. And every other mole man down on the earth, no man can forgive you for your sin. Only Jesus. The name of Jesus, it, it, it affects salvation. We, we, we must repent. We must repent. Repentance being to come and to turn around the simple way that you was walking in and, and the simple things that you were doing and turn and go the opposite way, go the right way. We must be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of our sin. We must be baptized in the name of Jesus. Go down, amen. Be immersed in water in the name of Jesus for the remission of the forgiveness of your sin. Read the scripture, amen. Dr. Moore is only telling you what Jesus says, and then he says, amen, and you shall receive this gift. Of the Holy Ghost. Is the Holy Ghost for you today? Yes, my brothers and sisters. It is for you today as it was, amen, for those uh, 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 on the day of Pentecost. For the promise is unto you and unto your children and to those that are far off, even as many as our Lord God shall call. Jesus has promised you the Holy Ghost in this dispensation of time. We are need to realize that salvation is not guaranteed just by knowing or calling Jesus. Remember that Jehovah was not known by the name before Moses, through the name were used in the same way. Christ is not known to us by the name of Jesus until that name become operating in our lives. That name got to come to be part of you. You don't know him, amen, until you put him on through water baptism. You don't know him. The Bible says, no man can say Jesus Christ is Lord but by the Holy Ghost. If you haven't put Him on, you just speaking a thing you don't really know Him. Remember, remember, Amen. We 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 may be familiar with the name and use it, but unless we obey the will of God, he will say someday, I never knew you. That's Matthew 7 and 23. I I never knew you. To all who may do wonderful works through Jesus' name, Without salvation of that name, many never acknowledge or recognize him by his name. And he has never approved him by his name. My folks are out there working, amen, in Jesus' name. Amen. There was a man, amen, by the name of Bar-Jesus. Amen. He. he he, he he didn't know Jesus, so he, he borrowed Jesus' name. He seen everybody else talking about Jesus, and he seen devil was cast out by the name of Jesus. So he decided, hey, amen, I'm going to borrow his name. That's what a lot of you don't did out there. A lot of you don't borrow the name of Jesus. You never knew him. You got to come into a relationship to understand who he really is. He said, I will reveal... I to whom I will. Just because you can call that name, that don't mean you know him. I never knew you. Oh, wouldn't it be a sad thing, amen? You you don't work, amen, upon the face of this earth. For the majority of your life, praise the Lord. And then when you go before Jesus, Jesus is going to tell you, I never know you. I never knew you. Why would he say that? He said, Because your work has been in iniquity. You called upon my name and you told people what I did and, and what I could do, but your life wasn't right. Many never acknowledge or recognize him by his name. Listen, his presence comes. In His name, Matthew eighteen and twenty says, "For where two or three are gathered together in My name, there am I in the midst of them." Amen. God is so deep, so wide. Amen. He's so high you can't go over me. You can't go under. Me. And where two or three would be honest and sincerely, would come together and call upon his name. he said, say, I'll be a God in the midst of that. And the Old Testament, they, the presence of God was manifest only on rare occasion. It was sometime in a burning bush. Exodus 3, 1 through 6 of the temple, Isaiah 6, 1 through 8, all by the handwriting on the wall, Daniel 5 and 5. Today, however, the presence of God is manifest through the calling of his name in truth. If you you want to get the hold of Jesus, just get sincere. Get, Get real within yourself and call on the name of Jesus, and the Lord will manifest himself. Or make known Himself to you. God's presence come, Amen, to 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 uh, to lift us up and to encourage us as it did Elijah under the juniper tree, First Kings nineteen and four. God's presence, Amen, strengthen us as it did Samson, Amen, for exploring Jerush. 13, and 25. It may may inspect us as it did the church in Asia, Revelation 2 and 3. It may convict us as it did on the day of Pentecost, Acts 2 and 37. It may cause us to work, As did Paul and Barnabas, Acts 13 and 2. It may protect us, as it did the friend of Daniel, Daniel 3 and 25. All his presence may be to deliver us, as it did Peter in Acts 12 and 5 whether we need direction or whether we need strength or whether we need protection or anything else, we can obtain it when we invoke God's name and draw him, draw his presence. If we need the answer to a mathematic problem, it would be good to call the name and have many upper peers. Or if we face a giant, how good it would be to call David and have him appear. But if we need for our immoral soul and we need the present are the one who can save. Only Jesus can satisfy our need. He alone knows how to search the heart and cleanse us. Psalms 139 and 23. Listen, the Lord knows how to search each one of our hearts, and he knows how to cleanse us. You know why? Because he made us. The same Jesus that I'm talking about, he created us and blew breath into man, and man, nostrils, and man became a living soul. You know, he is our supplier. Ever what we want, amen. The Lord knows how to supply our every need. Paul says, amen, the supplying of our needs were by Jesus Christ on the Philippians, amen, 4 and 19. The exceedingly richness of his bountiful store are yet comprehensive untouched. The Lord is still so rich, amen, and he got, He, got, amen, in his storehouse, amen, He, he's so rich still. I can't even explain it. But it, it hasn't even been touched yet. And some of us is starving. And some of us is living without our privilege. And our God is rich. We often live far below our privilege because we do not realize what God loved to bestow upon us. We live in Below our privilege, we're always crying out, "Amen!" Saying, "Lord, oh help me, Lord, give me this, Lord, and bless me with this." If I seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all of these things shall be added unto you, He'll supply you every need. God showed Israel how wonderful for His hand could be in Exodus chapter 16, verse 13 through 31. They mumbled and they complained that God had brought them out into the wilderness to die for hunger. Exodus 16 and three. But God showed them that he could supply bread a manna out of heaven and give them meat as well. He showed them His faithfulness, he was able to meet their every need. The Lord is able to meet your every need all over the world, children. You belong to Jesus, and he's able to meet your every need. Don't give up on yourself. Quit living beneath your privilege. Get up. Look for something. You don't know where your blessings are at. Quit sitting down feeling sorry for yourself. Jesus will supply your every need with his richness and glory. There is of the Lord have not touched yet. God gave them riches in all things to enjoy, all things promised come in order. And at the time, he says, they would. Nothing fails of all that he has promised. The Bible states that the quails covered the camp. And of the manna, they had no life. God gave them fresh meat. Delicate food, amen, came, amen. On the way out of heaven, God will supply your every need. I dare you to trust him tonight. We had like something. Remember, remember, amen. The earth is the Lord and the fullness is now Everything, amen, that is up on the earth, amen. Man may have a claim on it, but everything belongs to Jesus. I know. Um, God does not often supply to be horrible in the future. The supply he gives was for the day. The Israelites had to place the same trust in him, and the next day as they did the first, They were to gather the food according to what every man could eat. We want to get greedy. Let the Lord bless you day by day. If You can make it through the day. Give him the praise and the glory for what he's done today. If a tomorrow comes, then give him the praise for that. Jesus, in the Lord's prayer, Says to pray Give us this day Our daily bread This day Matthew 6 and 11 He would sometimes Like to pray for Monthly bread At least or perhaps Even yearly security But he wants us to call upon him His name daily For our needs Amen he wants to Recognize him every day, every day. Call up on me and I'll supply your needs. Not no monthly, amen. Not no yearly. You get too comfortable. You get too satisfied. Let it provide for you day by day. We do, when we do, we find... There is always enough in the meal and in the and in the barrel. First Kings seventeen and fifteen. Our raven comes just in time with enough for our meal. First Kings seventeen four and six. Just in time when you can't see amen. Your last meal, God, ascends your supply. He ain't yours tonight. Yeah, what you need is in Jesus Christ. Perhaps, amen, it is because God's
0: only way
1: a dealing supply that we sometimes feel he does not have much to give. We ask for a million dollars when we are not yet ready to ask for a thousand. You know, we ask for so much, amen, when we ain't ready. If you can't pray the Lord, if, if God gave you $50, and you don't know how to handle $50, why would the Lord give you a hundred? You must learn to be a good steward. However, uh, what you have right now, I don't care how little it is. Be a good store of what you have. Use that what you have. Wiser right now, and the Lord will increase it. But we find that when the time comes to receive a large amount, he is just as capable for supplying it as he would a small amount. Amen. It's not, amen, it's not God won't give it to you, but do you know how to handle it when he do give it to you? Pray, ask God to help you to be a good steward. My time, praise the Lord, is almost going out on me, amen. When God says that he will supply all your needs, he placed the emphasis upon it, all. That you may seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Psalm 34 and 10. When God said He supplied all of your needs, He meant just that, my beloved. He will supply all of your needs. Every knee is going to bow down to Him, and every tongue is going to confess that He's Lord of Lord and He's King of kings. And this is Dr. Morrison. God bless you, amen, in ready your land, into the hands of God now.
0: That was beautiful tonight coming from Dr. Moore. We appreciate you for listening into the show. Tune in next week, Wednesday for prayer and Thursday for Bible study. And if you are a member of this church or you want to be a member, this church is located at 8516 South Thompson Avenue, Los Angeles, California, nine zero 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 one. We will be in Sunday service with His congregation, 1130 a.m. Until next time, Godspeed and God bless. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye.